You're listening to an Athletic Assault Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the second episode of Comics, Connor, and Coffee. I am super excited to be back with you guys. I'm sorry for the long delay. I think the last episode was May 10th, and it is currently July 4th, so I'm very sorry for the delay. Uh, We do need to get on a schedule of recording these episodes uh, more frequently um, because it sounded like you guys really enjoyed the last episode, so I really appreciate all of you guys listening to that. Um, I just want to say thank you guys so much for following me. Thanks for so much. Thank you so much for following the podcast. I obviously can't talk this morning. Uh, I'm very excited about this podcast talking about um, coffee, talking about myself a little bit, talking about comics, uh, and not really comics because let's be real. We talked about it last episode. Uh, I am not the biggest comic book fan. Like I did not grow up reading the comics, but we're going to talk about superheroes, but it was the, you know, third C. So I had to have it, you know? So, (laughs) so we're going to talk about superheroes things. And today we're going to be talking about Spider-Man far from home. So if you have not seen that movie yet, do not listen any further because that is going to be our first segment today. Comics will be our first segment. We're going to talk about Spider-Man Far From Home. So if you haven't seen it, last chance, get off the podcast, go watch the movie, and then come back and listen to what I have to say about it, And if you, if you want to. Um, no, so let's talk about it. First of all, I want to say Spider-Man Far From Home was uh, was a great movie. Honestly, in my opinion, I think it was better than Spider-Man Homecoming uh, because it felt more like a Spider-Man movie. Like, Homecoming was fantastic. I thought Tom Holland was great. Um, but it just didn't feel very special. Spider-Man-y to me, if that makes sense. Like, there wasn't a lot of, you know, swinging in New York or anything like that. And obviously, there wasn't a ton of that in this movie either. But the fight scenes in this movie, like the final fight with with Mysterio, spoiler alert, Mysterio is a villain. Um, <laughs> if, if you know a little bit about comic books, you, kn- you knew that going into the film. But uh, the final fight sequence... Uh, where he's using his Spidey sense, or his Peter Tingle, as uh, Aunt May wants to call it, uh, he's using his Spider sense to uh, Spidey sense to uh, fight Mysterio. Like that felt so much like a Spider-Man film to me, and so I really appreciated that about this film. I really felt like they stepped up um, the action scenes in this film um, to feel more like Spider-Man. The way the way he moved, the way he fought, like the way he was fighting those drones, um, and then obviously the way he fought uh, Mysterio. I mean, like it just felt like a Spider-Man film to me. Um, I I also really really liked uh, Peter's interactions with Happy. I thought they were. And by the way, if you didn't, if you couldn't tell, I'm just going into my review of this film. <laughs> so uh, I really liked the uh, the uh, um, interactions that Happy had with uh, Peter. I thought they were fantastic on screen together. Uh, John Favreau is just over the top. He is so fantastic at whatever he does he's so great at uh 
at acting. He's so great at uh, being a director. Uh, his Mandalorian show, uh, a Star Wars show that he's making, is coming out soon that I'm very, very excited about. Lion King is coming out very, very soon in just a couple of weeks, uh, which I'm excited about. Um, but him as Happy is just so great. And the interactions they would have about Aunt May like, were so funny. And then... Honestly, the uh, the interactions about Iron Man, and we'll talk about Iron Man, Iron Man in a minute. Um, but the interactions that Happy had with Peter about Iron Man, and just talking about how that, like, he's gone, but he 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 wouldn't have left if he didn't know didn't know that you were going to be around. Like, and uh, that that was just really cool and really precious. I think. Uh, uh, and really important to uh, Peter Parker's development as a character. Um, so I thought they were great. Their interactions were fantastic. Um, MJ, I know she's not very like comic book MJ and not like the typical MJ that we know and love, but I really like Zendaya's take on MJ. Um, I like that she's super weird. I know that's I know that's strange and. I kind of feel weird saying it because typically I like like a character to be um, very similar to the comic books, but um, or and I know I said I don't read comic like I didn't grow up on comic books, but I know a lot of these characters and I know um, a lot of their interactions, and so um, typically I like like it to stay pretty similar. But I've really enjoyed Zendaya's take on MJ. Um, the weirdness of that character is just so fun in my opinion. Like, cause she just, you just never know what she's going to say. <laughs> and, and their interactions, uh, her interactions with Peter, um, are just funny. Cause it's just like, what is happening? Like Peter and Ned are just like, what did she just say? <laughs> like, are you kidding me right now? Um, and I really like the development. It's been such a slow development of their um, relationship, but that's been really cool um, to go on that journey with, uh, with Peter. I mean, obviously she, he liked uh, Liz. Is that right? Liz is her name in homecoming uh, in the first one. Um, but just a growing relationship with MJ. And I love that MJ has been stalking him and she just took a 67% uh, guess on whether he was Spider-Man or not. Uh, so that was really funny. Uh, Ned and his girlfriend. Oh my gosh. He is hysterical. I want him in all the movies. He is so freaking funny. Uh, and him with, uh, his girlfriend, his girlfriend was fantastic too. I can't, I'm blanking on her name. She was hilarious as well. Like their comedy in this movie was, was really, really great. Um, but now I want to talk about just the, uh, overarching Iron Man, uh, in, uh, the MCU. Um, and then we'll talk about Mysterio and then I'll give kind of my final thoughts on the film. But, uh, I, I like what they did with, uh, just the looming loss of Tony Stark. I mean, he was such a big name in, in, in this universe. I mean, like the kids would know Tony Stark, you know, like they, uh, they knew who he was. They knew he was Iron Man. They knew he sacrificed his life to, um, save them. And so, um, I really like what they did, uh, with, uh, with his character and his loss in Endgame, um, they they 
they pointed back to that a lot. And, and I appreciate that because me as an audience member is, is thinking about that a lot, <laughs> you know, and if we just moved on into the next film, uh, it would have been disappointing to me because me as an audience member, I'm, I'm thinking about that. Like, how is Peter going to deal with like one of his favorite per- people in the whole world dying? You know, it's like, how is he going to cope with that? And I felt like this movie did a really good job walking us through that, that coping. You know, it's like, he just wanted to go on vacation. He wanted to forget about it. He wanted to uh, not have to deal with anything right now. Um, and obviously that sets, that sets up Mysterio taking the glasses and all that stuff. But um, <clears throat> seeing how Tony trusted Peter and, and seeing how this is going to push um, Peter and Spider-Man into, uh, into a more leadership role going into the phase four, phase five, phase six, you know, um, of the MCU, he's going to be more of a leader. And I really like that. I think he should be because, um, I obviously, I think there's some issues with, you know, Sony owning, uh, Spider-Man, but still, I think they can come to an agreement on him being a leader, um, in the MCU and of the Avengers. Uh, and so I like that. I like that Tony left him a lot of things and, um, really cared about him and, and happy told a lot about that of just how, um, how much Tony loved Peter and, and seeing that interaction of how Peter was coping with it and, um, and how he needed to step up. What I didn't like is that Tony Stark's voice was not the voice of Edith. That was so disappointing. I really thought when they, um, when they, uh, when he put the glasses on that Tony Stark's voice was going to come through that. Um, I really, 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 really thought that that was going to happen. Um, so I was a little disappointed with that. I really want, and I'm, a, I'm hoping that in the future he will be, um, the voice of some AI, uh, uh system, but, um, uh, and I get it. You don't want to go right back to it. Um, uh, but I re- was really hoping for that. Um, all right, let's talk about Mysterio. So, uh, Mysterio, I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was fantastic. I think he, um, is a great addition to, um, the Sinister Six. I think he's a great addition to the MCU as a whole. Um, just a big time actor. I mean, and he's fantastic. So, um, Mysterio as a villain, I, I thought he was great. I mean, they drug, they drug it out a long time that he was a hero, which, was was shocking to me i i i mean it was a lot of the film that he was the hero of the film um and uh and his plan was pretty unique honestly like i like that they um brought in the barf technology they uh they teased they uh didn't tease that they full-on did it um I like that that was a part of it, that he was in Civil War, that he was the one that created the BARF technology, and then Tony called it BARF, and he was like, my life's work, and he calls it BARF. Are you freaking kidding me? Um, I like that they called back to the first Iron Man film. I mean, again, Iron Man was just such a big part of this film, and and I like that. I, I don't know about you guys. Like some of you guys may just be ready to move on uh, and be done with uh, Tony Stark and Iron Man. But like me as an audience member, I don't want him to go. 
And so I like that they were talking about him a lot. I like that the plot was because of him. Like they they needed Tony Stark's technology. And so they hustled Peter out of that technology. Like that, like they knew that was happening. And so um, that's what they needed. They needed Tony Stark's. Tony Stark's jet is what gives Peter a new suit and all that, <laughs> all that jazz. You know, so I, I really, really, really liked it. I know some of you guys are like, oh, I'm just ready to move on. Um, but Mysterio as a villain it was great. I thought, um, I thought it was unique. They brought him to a very digital age um, using the drones and using like um, um, uh, uh, the barf technology and stuff. It was very, uh, it was a very much a technology uh, technological villain, which was great. Um, they needed to do that because it's 2019. Um, and, and they did another thing in the post credit scene, just like that with the daily bugle. Oh, spoiler alert. All right. Uh, but we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, uh, but no, he was, he was a, a great villain for Peter. Cause he, cause he actually started caring about Spider-Man and Peter Parker, which was, which was cool. I, I, I liked that a lot. Um, and I like that element of like, Oh man, he's actually kind of caring about Peter and he's kind of sad, quote unquote sad. He's not sad enough to not do it, uh, about killing Peter. Um, so obviously the takedown fight was fantastic. I already talked about that with the Spidey sense. Um, but now let's talk about the freaking post credit scenes, both of them. Um, so the first one is him uh, and MJ swinging through New York, and then all of a sudden he jumps up on the thing, and uh, none other than Jay Jameson is on the screen, and it is fantastic from the daily bugle what i was saying about bringing them to the 2019 realm uh it's not a newspaper like he's not writing a newspaper anymore he's not running print pieces he's on tv um and so i thought that was that was cool that they did that because because uh, nobody reads newspaper newspapers anymore <laughs> so um, i thought that was great but Mysterio posts a video making Spider-Man look like a villain, and then he ousts freaking Peter Parker's identity. And so uh, that was really, really cool. Now everybody knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Um, and so I'm excited to see their interactions, his interactions with uh, people at school. Uh, now all his villains know, so they're going to go after Aunt May. They're going to go after MJ. They're going to go after Ned. Like, um, it's going to be a whole new world that uh, Peter's living in. But it's just getting him more and more to uh the tony stark of the mcu and i really feel that i mean i really felt like they were pushing spider-man in that direction um in this film so uh but then the second post-credit scene was that we saw that uh nick fury and maria hill were uh cree the whole time which was crazy no not cree oh my gosh scrolls the whole time oh my gosh i'm so sorry everyone uh they were scrolls and it was uh the two scrolls from the captain marvel movie uh and that was crazy um because one i didn't under i didn't really really get uh what that full scene was teasing um until after the film 
But they tease that throughout the film. And I didn't catch these. Uh, I saw them in a video from Emergency Awesome. Uh, that in the opening scene, Maria Hill calls Fury Nick. And Fury's like, and Captain Marvel tells uh, tells Captain Marvel that nobody calls him Nick. Everybody calls him Fury. His mom calls him Fury. His kids will call him Fury. All that jazz. Um, and then there was another uh, teaser. I can't remember exactly what was said or what was done. Oh, I can't remember it. I'm blanking on it. But um, but then at the end when Nick Fury actually stands up and walks around, he's like, somebody get my shoes. Like, where are my shoes? Blah, blah, blah. Everybody get back to work. He's on a freaking spaceship. And I didn't catch this. I didn't catch this. Um, but he is uh, planning to, uh, he wants to be in the know about cosmic level threats so huge teaser for where we're going in phase four i think we're going to be very much cosmic uh level stuff i mean obviously we have the eternals coming soon uh i'm in i mean a big teaser for like we could go anywhere anywhere to major level villains so i'm super excited about that but all in all guys spider-man far from home was a great Spider-Man movie. Um, I think it's a great addition to uh, the MCU. I thought it uh, it felt more like a Spider-Man movie. Uh, Tom Holland was fantastic as Peter Parker. Um, the comedy was great in that movie. I laughed out loud a couple times, which was which was fantastic. Um, and Mysterio as a villain. I mean, we're just building to Sinister Six, which I'm super excited about. Um, and cannot wait to see um, that in in the next film or Spider-Man 4, depending on how long they want to draw that out. Um, but I, but all in all, I really like Spider-Man Far From Home. And I would love to hear what you, what you guys thought about the film. On uh, You can DM me on Instagram and let me know what you thought. Now, guys, I want to answer one question as we transition to the Connor segment of Comics, Connor, and Coffee. Um, and it's a question I get asked a lot. And it's and it's this. It's, how do I burn stubborn fat? So, how do I burn stubborn fat? And I know we're making quite a hard transition here, but... Um, this is a great question because sometimes we can feel like it's impossible to burn this little fat on the, you know, bottom of our bellies. You know, it's like, or our love handles or in our neck or, you know, it's like, we feel like it's impossible to burn that. But the, you have to look at the truth of the matter. And the truth is that burning fat comes from a calorie deficit. So that is where you're eating less calories than you burn or you're training more. So you're burning more calories. So, um, uh, and, and that's important to note because sometimes we think of fat as stubborn because we get impatient and we think, oh my gosh, like I just can't burn this, but you've only been going after it for, um, just a couple weeks. And sometimes burning fat takes a lot longer than we would like. Um, sometimes it takes a lot longer than we would like it to. And I just want to encourage you, if you're in that, um, phase of thinking that like, how do I burn stubborn fat? Sometimes it's just being consistent with your training and consistent with your eating and 
through that consistency, being patient, um, and thinking maybe, hey, maybe it's not going to take two weeks. Maybe it's not going to take two months. Maybe it's going to take a whole year for me to get this fat off my body. Um, and that's okay. Enjoying the journey. That's why it's so important that you enjoy the way you eat. That's why it's so important that you enjoy your training that you're doing. Um, because that is going to, um, uh, uh, that is going to help you um, stay consistent and patient uh, when burning stubborn, quote unquote, stubborn fat. Um, all fat burns the same through a calorie deficit. So remember that no, no juice cleanse, no um, specific diet um, or specific things that you're eating is going to help you burn fat. It is calorie deficit. It's your overall calories that's going to do that. And being patient and consistent with that um, is so stinking important. So remember to do that. Remember to stay consistent, stay patient, um, and keep fighting and keep attacking um, your dreams in in your fitness journey. It's so important that you do that. So um, that is the question I wanted to answer for the Connor segment today because it's just so important that I get asked it every week, how do I burn stubborn fat? And the answer is always the same. Like, you just have to stay consistent and stay on top of it and um, keep um, keep fighting and keep attacking it because it will take time and it's frustrating sometimes. Like the process is sometimes frustrating, but you just got to keep attacking it. So that is the question I wanted to answer. Now let's talk about coffee. So I just drank some Keurig coffee this morning. It wasn't that great. Let's be real. Um, but I wanted to talk about, so Kayla got me a pour over for, uh, uh, for my birthday and, um, and I really, really like it, but I haven't really bought coffee for it yet. And so I was looking at some, getting some coffee beans and getting like a hand grinder, uh, this last week. And I think I am going to go with, uh, this, this guy by the name of professor bro man. Uh, he is a Twitch streamer. He does a lot of destiny streams, but he also has a fantastic podcast called the bro man podcast. And, um, it is, it is fantastic. Like what, he, what kind of information he puts out is so great about streaming, about building a business. But this guy actually started a coffee company called King's Coast. And so I think I'm going to be joining their, uh, their uh, um, uh, oh my gosh, Roaster's Choice uh, bag that they send out um, every month or every two weeks. You can set it up how you like it, but they pick a roast that, um, they think you'll like and they send it to you. So you try a bunch of different coffees. So I'm super excited about it. I was looking into it this week. It's not that expensive. Um, and, and I think it will just be, uh, uh, very beneficial for me to just get a wide range of coffee tasting because I just haven't had a ton. So, that is the coffee portion of our day, which concludes this podcast. Uh, I really, really appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Um, I really have enjoyed making this podcast. Um, I'm thinking about having some guests on the podcast uh, soon because I think it'd be very beneficial for you guys to talk to other influencers um, and get to ask them questions. Um, so I'm very, very excited about that and hopefully going to roll that out soon. 
But guys, if you did enjoy this podcast, I would love, 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 love for you to share this with someone. Tell them about our podcast um, if you enjoyed it. If you didn't, that's okay. Uh, totally fine. Uh, but please, please, please tell somebody about the podcast if you enjoyed it. Guys, I hope that you have a blessed 4th of July. Um, you're probably listening to this after 4th of July because I'm recording it on 4th of July. Uh, but I hope you had a great holiday, and I hope you have a great rest of your summer. Peace.